A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to the Vetriate Podcast with Eddie and Benny, one veteran and one patriot, unafraid, unfiltered, unadulterated, just two badass American dads speaking on what others are afraid to. This is the podcast you don't want to miss out on. So pull up a chair, have a drink, and get ready to have your mind blown. This is the Vetriate Podcast. What is up? We're back at it with another episode of The Vetriate. I'm your boy, Benny. Along with me is that motherfucker, Ed. Big Ed. (laughs) (laughs) Like that dude on that one, that TV show, um, 90 Day Fiance, Big Ed. I don't watch that show. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, we're jumping right into it. Cracking up on a a couple cold ones here real quick. Yep. As I'm saying that, it's fucking freezing as hell, man. You gotta treat your guests right. You need a better fan, <laughs> a better heater fan. No, this is a, a radiating heater right here, so you're not gonna hear anything in the background, really. You might. You it's might. cold as hell, is all I'm saying. It, it got cold really quick, dude. Like within a couple days, it was already fucking. Oh, when that when that uh, smoke uh, came into the valley, that next day it was fucking cold. Yeah, yesterday when we woke up, man, my my windshield going to work, man, it was covered in ice, man. It's like sheet ice. It, it was like thick ice too. It wasn't something that you could just scrape off. You had to like turn on your defrost and wait for a few minutes, and then it started. And then you were able to scrape it off, man. It, it took me, you know, good several minutes of doing all that. I got that auto start on my truck. I can just push a button on it; it'll start it up for me. Yeah, not all of us have that luxury. <laughs> I ha- I didn't have that luxury. That's my that's like my first car I ever have it. Yeah. Which yeah. is nice. Anyway, let's get to a big man. How about that freaking uh debate we had we saw? No, I thought it was good. Um, you know, I thought uh Trump showed a good showing. I thought Biden looked uh man, his eyes were he had some crazy eyes during that debate. And I think he lost his cool a lot of times. Um and I noticed the uh, whoever was controlling the the microphones, they had a mute button and they kept muting Trump. But they really, would, I thought, I heard it twice. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. I heard them mute him twice, even though they swear. Oh, you know, I didn't hear anything. No, no mute, no nothing. I heard it twice on my damn TV. I heard mm-hmm. it. No, I, I I did too, but I I didn't see them doing that too much with Biden. But it's okay. I think overall, I think Trump still won the debate. Um, you know, he was able to hit uh, Biden with actual facts. And Biden will sit there and lie his ass off. That's, that's I wish they had a I wish they were able to hook them up to a fucking machine that zaps them every time they fucking lie. <laughs> and who whoever at the end has no fucking hair on their ass. <laughs> then you know that that person was the one lying. <laughs> <laughs> Biden would shit himself. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it'll help him with his memory, man, because especially one of the big things they were talking about was fracking. He is historically on record 
wanting to be against fracking and banning fracking. And he said uh, during the debate uh, that, that he, that he wasn't going to do it, but every, every ad that you hear for him or if you've heard from him in the past, it all talks about banning fracking. Even Kamala Harris is a very strong uh, um, on, on the issue as well. She, she wants to ban fracking as well. Yeah, she wants to ban fracking, and, and Joe Biden definitely, on one of his interviews, told him. He's actually been interviewed a few times and asked that question if he's going to ban fracking, and he's been... He's, he said absolutely. He said yes. He, yeah. he said absolutely, yeah, I'm going to ban fracking. He's going he's, he's gonna to work on it because he wants to make, uh, you know, energy green. Yeah, and he doesn't realize, like, and I'm not sure how many people have looked up into, like, say, the windmill farms... Uh, the, the, those windmills, um, they don't really produce that much energy and the cost to produce them and the maintenance on them is, is in the billions of dollars. And just for it to not produce that much energy. Um, one of the good points that I thought they mentioned was solar energy. And I think that could potentially be in the future, but it, the technology for that just isn't there yet because it, it doesn't produce the amount of energy that we'll need but those windmill farms where we do have the technology, but they, they just realistically, they don't produce that much and the maintenance cost on them. You know, he wants to ban fracking, ban oil and gas and all that. But those those windmill farms, uh, how do you think those those turbines spin? Well, they, how do you think they keep them lubricated? In 2000, um, in 2011, I went to uh, to Hatchby, California and, and with through U.S. Vets, I enrolled into... Airstreams Technical Institute, and I took a six month. I think it was like six six month class of uh, of turbine training, a uh, technician training, mm-hmm. and um, I learned a lot about the wind turbines. We worked on t- tubular towers and lattice towers. Lattice towers are pretty much like like ladders, you know, uh, <clears throat> like they're built from frames. Where the tubular towers obviously are those big tubes that go up in the air. They got the the nacelle, the they got the hub, and then they got the the propellers or the the wings. Mm-hmm. Those things are made out of fiberglass. They yeah. There they, is they, nowhere to dump those things except bury them when they're done with them. You know that. Yeah, they just try to break them down into smaller pieces. In fact, I I even shared this uh, post on Facebook. Maybe I'll put it on the Vetriot one as well. Um, and it was just the guy that uh, he was dealing with the disposal of them, and he said they just go to a landfill. They try to break them up into you know smaller pieces, but they're made of fiberglass and all that. It's kind of like styrofoam; it doesn't break down, it doesn't yep. decompose. Nope. Uh, so, I mean, you just got these big pieces of fiberglass that they just try to make into you know those things are fr- pretty freaking huge. If you ever see them traveling on the highway, they're they're on fr- the train. Uh, yeah. I've seen them on trucks. Oh really? Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're huge. Yeah, they're really big um, and they're but, really expensive. They do take a lot of maintenance, and they don't last that long. They don't last very long, and then all it takes is one mechanical failure of that brake, or like the where it pitches the the wing so it doesn't catch air. It's like a very similar to a plane. Mm-hmm. Well, those those towers have been known to lose control where the the brake doesn't work, or doesn't the pitch of the wind changes the the propeller, and it starts to fucking spin that shit, and it'll spin it, you know, uncontrollably until the wings bend and, and collapse itself. But those uh, pr- those <clears throat> wind turbines. They're only found in very windy valleys. Beautiful valleys, too. Who the fuck wants to go to a nice, like, what? A, they could have built homes there, you know? But they're using it for 
these these uh, wind turbine farms. Yeah, they're really windy there, but it, like it, history shows us once you start building stuff, it really, I mean, once you start building buildings and homes and stuff, the wind's not going to travel as easy through the through the valley. I don't know. It just changed because oh, you yeah. start I seeing mean, anytime it, you build a structure in the sky, or you know that it, it, it changes the court, it changes. Uh, directional speed of wind and yeah, well you could look at look at Palm Springs. Palm Springs, that place used to be entire fucking place used to be windy as shit. Once they start building stuff, put up trees, and that doesn't do anything. I mean, it's it's gonna stop the wind, at least the wind speed, continuous wind speed. You, you know, it just it's just crazy when you think about it. You know, you got these people that believe in this Green New Deal, and they wanna they wanna recycle the world, they wanna compost the world, they wanna get rid of land. land uh, um, <laughs> they want to they, they want to get rid of uh, greenhouse gases. Yeah, they they want to do a bunch of stuff, but then you and then you, you look at these wind turbines and like like I said, they they just go to landfills basically. They do. Um, so when you bury them and they don't, you know, they they can't decompose or anything like that, you know. Uh, so it just like it just. It's just so stupid to think, you know, it's, it, what is that called, an oxymoron? You you, you want to get rid of landfills, but then you need them to get rid uh, get rid of these wind turbines, and, and it's, just, it's just an oxymoron to me. Like, and also, for, for the solar power, um, the PV cells can only create power when the sun's out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the inver- you know, that sends out uh, direct uh, direct current. Direct current is created by the, by the uh, oh, here's the crazy thing. So that... So the the windmills those will create alternating current through their generator, and then they get converted into DC power by a converter to carry that power to the city. Where then again it's convert inverted back into AC because DC can travel longer than AC. The waves are just different. But anyway, that's how they do that. It's a whole big thing. But with with DC, I mean with uh, solar power, it's actually the PV cells, the arrays. Those are, uh, or the solar panels, they're creating direct current inverted into your house with the inverter into some batteries. You're only getting power half, half the time, you know what I mean? And when, you, when your batteries are full, then that power goes back out to the grid, which runs at a different hertz than that inverter does. I don't know how, what it is, but electrical companies don't like um, this, the power from the, the PV cells going into, their, into the grid. They don't like that. Because technically, it actually reverses your meter. It actually is supposed to reverse your meter. Then the then they're supposed to then the companies are supposed to owe you because now you're producing power into their system. Mm-hmm. But also, that's a whole thing too. Every house, I think, it would be nice to have solar panels. Every house would be nice, but then the grid would be filled with a bunch of power power that's not a. Necessarily on the same hertz as as the grids. No, here my brother has solar panels, and uh, you know, uh, like I said, I don't think the t- technology is there to really power up the whole house because he still gets you know his Excel bill every month. Well, yeah, at night, at night it does. At night, it's a different different story. You know, he, he he never saw a decrease in it from when he before he had it to mm-hmm. when he got it. Wow. You know, he didn't see any decrease in it. No, bat doesn't have batteries. I don't know what his exact setup is, but. That's pretty much the information. Yeah, because that, that's how it works. That's how it usually works. You got batteries you stored in your basement and stuff. But mm-hmm. guess what happens, man? If you don't have those batteries stored in somewhere nice and safe and dry, let's say your basement floods up. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy. 
So, I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of things, pros and cons with green energy and also fossil fuels, of course. Um, but burning coal has been something America has been doing for the longest time. And isn't, isn't burning coal, I mean, the coal companies, like, they're booming again. They're coming back up. We have nuclear power, but it's so hard to keep those things cool. I mean, cool the to uh, the the radiators they got to keep the the factories from going on total meltdown. That's just crazy too, because the water gets hot as soon as it touches the the cores or whatever they're called. But the Democrats and the Republicans they still haven't figured out that what we're going to do with that. And that I think that's just we're not up to that that level yet in technology to be able to power the entire world off. Uh, off of solar panels because uh, solar panels because wind turbines. I, I they're honestly it's not just not realistic because the majority of these um, these these wind turbine fields they're powering cities probably in different states. It's weird. So, no, I mean they probably get leased out, you know, just to different states. They then borrow some of your energy. Same as Colorado, you know, uh, how many states get you know water from our rivers? Yeah, I look at California. Do they get any water from? Uh, itself or the, all the water that they get can, comes from out of state. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. So it just it makes sense that they do that with energy as well. Mm-hmm. Let me get some of your energy. Yeah. So another thing that on the debate they were talking about um, was Biden, the Biden family's um, legal. I mean, uh, their their the corruption. Yeah, the corruption leading all the way to China, Ukraine, Russia. You know, it's, it's crazy when you're thinking about it. Um, Trump was, um, oh, what's the word? I'm going blank on here. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically, all the all the things that they were investigating Trump for, they found out that it was Hillary. They found out it was Biden, and it was and it was also his son, uh, you know, Hunter Biden. You know, all the all the corruption and scandals. They basically uncovered their own their own dirty secrets you know uh you know biden has taken money um you know that email that was uh multiple emails that were released from that laptop you know just it pointed all in the direction of biden biden getting money during his vice presidency which is highly illegal also that business partner just came out on fox um he came out and he brought cell phones with him he was turning him into the fbi he basically turned himself in, so I wonder when this guy's going to get locked up, too, because he was part of it. He's a whistleblower. Yeah, but there are protections against, quote-unquote, whistleblowers. Um, also, I mean, before he turned him in, I'm sure he talked to an attorney and tried to cut some some type of deal. Immunity, possibly. Are they going to lock these fuckers up? That's what I want to fucking know. Unfortunately, I don't think anything is ever going to happen to them, because a, a lot of their buddies are the ones in charge, you know, of... You know, pressing charges. Well, yeah. Well, they're going to watch each other's backs. See, that's what I, I started thinking about it when Donald Trump said, "I'm not your, tip, I'm not a politic, I'm not your typical politician." You know, like I haven't served in politics my whole fucking life, right? So I, I, I kind of believe that, and this is kind of a, a thing. I'll, I'll, you know, I've even talked about these, the elites, and these uh, politicians. They're on a second tier when it comes to being criminalized. I swear to God. Because if some normal fucking person like us were to to do any of do this. anything <laughs> anything fucking you know bribery treason, favors yeah, anything against this country or against you know our American people we'd be locked the fuck up. Look at Snowden. Snowden fucking booked it to Russia, which is fucking weird. 
And then you had has it been let out that it was Russia because he has really. Then you got Julian Assange. He was hiding out there in in, in the Ecuador uh, embassy, and and I think it was in England or something. I was going to say I thought it was in uh, England. Yeah. Well, they got his ass out anyway. Mm-hmm. They said he was cross dressing and leaving every single night. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I but, think um, when they got him, he had a beard. Yeah, well, yeah, he had a beard, but like he was escaping at night and cross dressing. That's that's the story they were saying. But anyway, uh, like if it was any normal fucking you know American that were to pull some treasonous shit like they were doing, dude, we'd be locked the fuck up. We'd be gone for for the rest of our lives too. That's these, one of the benefits of being in politics, man. You you start when you're young. And you start creating all these relationships and you start uh, owing each other favors. Be like, hey, uh, I saw you do this, but I'm not going to do nothing to you. But when uh, something comes up on me, I expect the same thing. And that's you build a relationship over these politicians got 30, 40, 50 years of doing that. And they go back onto their onto their or their record, their, their, their record and stuff. They say, well, my record, I voted conservative this many years. I voted you know, I voted, or let's say, like, for instance, nowadays politicians are AOC. She wasn't a politician. This is her first time ever running. And, and she's she, a bartender. And she got a big following because of her different views, you know, uh, that, uh, other than the status quo and, and you know, what what the people in her, in her neighborhood or, or in her state had seen. It was something different. I think Americans, we do want something different. I think as, a, as conservatives... We did want something different other than the same old dudes that are going to play ball with the Democrats and then they're going to give some, take some, and really it doesn't help anybody. You know, it's just, okay, look, we'll vote you you into Congress or office or whatever, but, you know, you're going to let us make the rules or or, or vice versa. The politicians are, politicians to me, they're some of the most dirty, evil motherfuckers out there. They are. They hide hide this shit and they're, they're hidden behind the law and... And I think when America, when Americans voted for Trump, Trump came out with a whole. I mean, I personally wasn't about Trump. I didn't like him. I personally didn't like him. Now I'm going to probably vote for him just because of the fact that I see what the Democrats have done in the last three years. Nothing but using our taxpayer money. Over a hundred million they spent trying trying to defame him and try to try to get him right. All wasted, wasted money. Like I said they uncovered their own dirty secrets. Yeah. And then they sit there and they freaking impeach was the word I was looking for. And they sit there and they they blame conservatives and Americans, patriots for all the hate and and division in this country. I don't think so. I think Trump has a big uh, diverse following. And I think, as you can see now, uh, even a few uh, rappers have uh, have endorsed him. I think the most recent one that I saw that was really funny was 50 Cent when he goes, I saw Joe Biden's plan, tax cut or tax raise plan. Uh, you know, I don't want to be known as 20 cent. Yeah, because these uh, on people who make a certain amount of money are going to be taxed over 60 percent. Mm-hmm. So that's over half of their earnings are going to be taxed, which people say, well, they're the rich. They could afford that. Well, if you look at the rich, uh, they're the ones also supplying jobs and businesses that create jobs. Do you think they're really going to try to create jobs when they have to pay more than half their money to taxes? Right. Even like. Like the crappy Kardashians, they they have employees. They have a shit ton of employees. I bet you each one of them has a hairdresser, hairdressers, chefs, personal assistants, uh, chauffeur, people that handle their social media, 
Um, the, the people who cut their, uh, their the garden workers, the freaking mm-hmm. people uh, who watch their kids, even walk their dogs. I bet you they have an employee for I, just about everything. Yeah, I, I, I bet. I bet each one of them has at least twenty people working directly for them, and maybe another ten people taking or plus people taking care of their house or mm-hmm. expenses. Houses. Uh, you know, they they got a lot of employees. You know, and and even Fifty Cent, he has people that he hires for bodyguards he has people that do the same thing you know take care of his house take care of his needs and imagine you just you tax the shit out of the wealthy and the wealthy are going to be like you know what fuck this i'm losing a lot of money and i pay these people pretty good it's not that they can continue to afford that but in four years 60 plus percent of your money going straight to taxes you know your your net worth is going to drop some definitely you know Mm -hmm. and and like they say most rich people they have employees and and also small businesses they have their employees and here's and here's the thing yeah, people that you know don't have a whole lot of money so people that uh, aren't going to be taxed that 60% it's actually more than this thing is like 68 or 65 or something but people that aren't worried about it cuz they don't make that much money well guess what that job that you're working that the owner of that job, you know, I bet he's the one earning it. So if he's going to be taking this much of a tax um, hike, guess where it's going to trickle down. Sure. So that's going to be less employees, less pay, more work, and you're not going to be happy. And then also the the other thing in the bait where they had They're going to find ways to save that 60%. So yeah, I got to pay 60% over here, but working at water else within my company, could I get that 60% back? Okay. I got a hundred employees. Well, guess what? 60 of them are now gone. There's 60% right there. Or Hey, 40 of them are now gone, but I, you know, I got to keep that same amount of work going. So now these, you know, 40 people, 60 people I got left, whatever. Now they're going to be doing more work and you're going to cut overtime and then you're going to sit there and, you know, just, you know, look at McDonald's right now. People want to raise. Now you have to order through a machine. You know, you got Walmart. They got the machine that goes through the aisles and it scans every product and it does all the ordering automatically. These machines are going to be taking over people's jobs more and more and more. The more taxes that are going up, more people complaining about, um, you know, um, the minimum wage being raised will say hello to the future with these machines. So Donald Trump was recently asked if he would raise the minimum wage to 15 and he, and he thought, you know, probably, but he wasn't, he, he, he didn't, you know, uh, he, he didn't want to commit to it, which, which, which I think he made a good point saying that I think it should be up to the States because $15 an hour over here sounds really good, but $15 an hour over here, would devastate the economy or $15 an hour over there uh, isn't shit. And we're talking about the minimum wage. So the minimum wage is probably the lowest skilled type of work that you're getting paid the minimum wage for. The minimum wage was created for a person entering the work field, such as a high school student. Uh, You know, the minimum wage was never meant to be um, a way to raise a uh, single family for kids, husband, wife. That was, it was never meant for you to live off of the minimum wage was created for kids entering the work field just to get a, a taste of what it's like. It, you were never supposed to raise a family off a of minimum wage. No, you're right. And 
15 bucks minimum wage in in let's say Wyoming or something like that, you know, that's that's working at at a fast food joint. You know, and let's say there's a, there's already you no know, more skilled jobs that pay 15 bucks an hour. What about those guys? Mm-hmm. What about the guys already making 15 bucks an hour? They're going to be like, "Oh fuck that. I'm going to go work at some easy job for 15 bucks an hour." Then these other companies are going to hurt because they're missing their employees cuz it, it's going to be a, a better you know, benefit to go take on an easy job making 15 bucks an hour than have yeah. a skill job making 15 bucks yeah, an hour. Yeah, you got to look at the type of job. Say an oil field worker versus a fast food worker. Well, the oil field, it, and just as an example, you can earn $15 an hour. Well, why would, would somebody want to risk their lives for $15 an hour as an oil field worker with dealing with all the chemicals and harms? And fumes and everything that they got to deal the with, risks. all the, all the hazards that they got to deal with. When they can go over here and flip a couple burgers and get the same amount of money, it, it you know, so that field would essentially die off, which isn't a good thing because it'll kill the economy. Think about malls. Malls are already starting to become kind of a thing of the past, thanks to Amazon and big uh, internet corporations or uh, tech sites that you could buy. You just simply buy their shit online. Yeah, Walmart.com, Amazon, you know. And think about the malls, these businesses in the malls, that people are already not really going there anymore. And they're paying their people not very much either. Probably They're probably getting paid some very close to the minimum wage working at the mall. That was meant for high school kids to go get a job. That was just something weird, you know, like something back in the day. But they're, com- they're becoming a thing in the past. And just wait till they fucking, let's say here in Colorado, they do raise that up to 15, which, I, you know, if they do, I don't think anyone's going to go to the fucking mall. No one's going to go to the mall. They're just going to gonna be no employees. They're not going to be employing anybody. Mm-hmm. They're going to raise all their prices in the store. You know, things are going to be more expensive. Yeah, like I said, jobs will find a way to save that extra amount of money that they have to either pay to the minimum wage or to the tax hikes. They will find a way uh, to recoup that money. Like I said, it could be laying off people. It could be raising prices on their goods that they're selling. Um, There's so many ways. They will find ways to recoup that money, and all those ways that they find – hurt those same people who are like, yeah, it doesn't bother me. I don't make that much money. Well, guess what? That's still going to hurt you. They will find ways to recoup that money. And, and and the ones that can't, guess what? They go out of business. How about cutting benefits? Yeah, cutting benefits. Hey, that health care that you had, say goodbye to it. Mm-hmm. And then people are going to start relying more on, on uh, the socialized health care. And mm-hmm. then uh, we're going to have a... And guess what? They, they, they ain't going to want to pay for that either. You know how many people have left New York and California uh, just because they didn't want to deal with the tax hikes that they had out there out, out in both those places? Even more famously, look at Joe Rogan, one of the most famous podcasters ever. He recently left California to Texas where they didn't have all the taxes that they did in California. They don't have all that in, in, in uh, Texas. I'm from California, but we left her in the early, early like in in the early '90s. My parents bought a house in in Utah, and when we left, dude, we didn't. My parents didn't bring their fucking politics with them. We kind of just what's the word that you used to always use? Assimilate. We assimilated to the people around us, and you know we've always we've had a pretty good life. We were never out there against or protesting against fucking the the Mormon religion or anything like that. You know, so. And then when these people from California or let's say New York or even from Washington 
um, when they're leaving these very liberal states and heading out to these new states, like let's, for instance, for example, California, the people of California are leaving to Colorado, Colorado, Nevada, In fact, that we Texas, call Colorado, Colorado right now, Colorado, Utah, Nevada. You even got some moving to Wyoming that, you know, and just, if you're going to go to these states, just don't bring your fucking politics with you. It's like they're escaping all the, you know, all these tax hikes and everything. But then when they come here, they're voting for those same people uh, or same kind of people, I should say. And it's like, you, why are you doing that? You're escaping this area because this is who you voted in. Then you come over here and then you're going to vote for the same kind of guy. Yeah, they're supposed this to leave. Shit don't make sense. They're supposed to leave like refugees. <laughs> yeah. They're supposed to leave with like refugees, like the, like the refugees from Cuba. They fucking get the fuck out of Cuba and then they go to Florida. And then these dudes are like the most conservative ass motherfuckers because they know what it is to live in a communist country. They know what it is to walk into a grocery store and only have like five selections of every kind of food. I mean, here in the United States, you walk down the aisles of the, of the grocery store, you got you got brand names. I mean, hundred brand names of, of sugar yeah. and shit. Yeah, you go down the like say the Mexican aisle, you got like twenty different brands of beans. You got like twenty different types of beans: red beans, skinny beans, pinto beans, you know, black beans. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, you go to go to a communist country, you're lucky to find one kind yeah and over here it's like we got any kind, any kind you want any anything. kind you want yeah you know? anything anything and and that's you know and and another example would be the people from venezuela they're fucking leaving venezuela because they know socialism sucks and so they're going into like ecuador and colombia and all the other sta- uh, countries around them and those motherfuckers ain't bringing their socialist uh ideologies with them either because the majority of the people in these countries and like Cuba or Venezuela, they are not socialists and they're not communists. They're getting the fuck out because that shit has failed them. Those utopian fucking ideas of Karl Marx does not is, is not realistic. It doesn't work. It does not fucking work. No. It, and it bankrupts uh, the country but enriches the person in charge. Sure. So, it does. so that person, uh, your dictator, is getting all the money and he's giving you out pennies. Mm hmm. And then what happens? He's going to, you know, they're going to flee that country and go into hiding. And because he got, he made his millions. Now he wants to go somewhere else because he knows what he did was fucked up. And they're fucking up. And, and, you know, majority of these big cities here in the United States, majority of the big cities are very democratic. Every big city in America is, has a big uh, portion of Democrats living there. I would agree. And I think it's just because. There's a lot more help there for, I mean, that's where the people are, 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 are a lot of, a lot of uh, the population is moving there in, in these cities. And when, when a lot of the people start moving in, well, guess what? You know, poor people are going to move in. You know, that's where you can get your handouts at. You know, that's why you go in every fucking corner in Denver. You see somebody fucking panhandling. And by now they should know they ain't getting shit either. Cause think about it, everyone has a fucking debit card. No one really carries cash. I don't carry cash. Think about it. They're out there for nothing. They could go out and get a regular job, and make some money, other than sitting out there and asking for some money. Credit, you know, once once the fucking our current or our money, our monetary system ch- switches over to just pure fucking credit cards, there ain't gonna be no such thing as fucking handouts. It, it, that's going away too. But you usually only see that in democratic cities where you know they pass a lot of uh, very socialistic laws, and they, where they help a lot of people too. But Anywhere you go, churches help anybody. You can, you know. Yeah. The thing about when when they make all these laws to to help people, it's not really helping them. When you get you, you they basically created a lifestyle for them to live off the government. 
as I as I've stated many times before, I don't believe in handouts. I believe in ha- hand ups. Let's help out this person on a temporary basis to help them get on their feet, and then once they're on their feet, boom, they're good. Now the problem with the Democratic Party is they they found out that they you know okay the Republicans they abolished slavery they they got rid of Jim Crow laws they did all these things so. Th- the Democratic Party has always been looking for ways to get around uh, keeping people of color down. And so one of the ways that they did that, they kicked fathers out of homes. Um, they also created these programs, these socialistic programs, to say, hey, you kick the father out of the home, we'll also start giving you this monthly check, uh, but you can't go to work and you can't earn a better living. We'll give you you know, a couple hundred bucks, and that's what you can make your living off of. So they really promoted free money, but really they're still oppressing people. This is their way to oppress people of color is by giving them handouts to say, hey, here's a few hundred bucks and uh, we'll also give you free housing, free free Medicare and, f- and free everything, free even free Obama phones. Yeah, that was what- there. That was the way to keep people of color op- oppressed by not. Instead of giving them a hand up, they're giving them a hand out saying, hey, this is, you, you make your lifestyle this, and we'll keep providing for you, keep providing for you. And uh, instead of saying, hey, get your ass off the couch, quit having babies, go to fucking work. And there's a lot of people of color, uh, mostly conservative people, that are telling their communities to get off the urban plantation. Get off of it. Get out of this this psyche that you got that the government is going to fucking provide a lifestyle for you. Get out of that. Be self-sufficient, you know. that That's just the best thing for any economy is for everybody to, to, so, to work. Self-sustain. You know, Self-sustain just, themselves, you know, yeah. You know, why did, to me, like I said, free money. Woohoo! this sounds great in theory, but who's really the ones paying that? It's taxpayers, so once taxpayers have enough of this and they say, okay, well, I don't want to work anymore. Um, so I want the free money. So then now this person gets free money. Now this person gets free money. Now this person gets free money. Essentially, there's going to be no workers providing that free money because it's all taxpayer related. What happens when there's no more taxpayers? Then you, you, then you come. That's exactly what happened in Venezuela. That's what exactly happened in Cuba. And it's not even about a lifestyle or money. It's about power to these politicians. It's about you giving up your power, your liberties to to these people. Every time you vote in a Democrat or somebody very liberal and progressive that has these fucking views uh, that align with communism um, and, and socialism, dude, every time you vote someone like that in power, you're, you're losing your liberties and you're losing your rights. Uh, you vote in fucking, if you vote in a Democrat today, the number one thing that always comes up is gun control. They want to take your guns. They want to take your liberties. They want to take your rights. And we were in, in our republic, our founding fathers gave us the rights, these, these rights. And, and over generations, um, people have been voting certain rights away to, to the government. And that's our power. That's, that's how we keep... I mean, when we vote, back when voting really, really, really fucking meant something, that means everybody walked in and they voted. And they were what they were doing is they, were, they had the power. 
they have politicians. That's why politicians lie so damn much. They want to get voted in, and usually the guy who, the guy who fucking throws out the most promises is the one who's voted. But he's probably the most corrupt and the, the biggest liar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you want to give fucking you want to vote in Biden and get Kamala there, who fucking first off is aligned herself with the what are those Fantastic Four girls, whatever they call them, the Squad. Oh yeah, the Squad. It was uh. Yeah, I, I don't remember all the AOC, I know AOC Ilman, is one of them. Uh, Ilhan Omar. Uh-huh. She is one. I can't remember them. I can't remember their names. All of their names. But I know that those girls are so like... I mean, I don't know if they're genuinely really wanting to help people or else... Or, or are they just trying to turn this country into uh, the... the a Marxist, you know, country like, or yeah, pretty much a Marxist country. That's basically their ideologies. They're pushing so much on, on their people. AOC, you know, uh, I was looking at that thing when, when she had sh- with the Amazon thing, right? Oh yeah. I was, I was actually hoping we would kind of bring this up since we mentioned AOC a few times. I, I remember exactly what happened with Amazon, but you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a big supporter of Amazon. Really? Did you know that I'm not? Cause they're, I the, didn't. And I, 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 I think, admit, I, I, I use it. I use I use it too, but do you remember that phone company Bell? Was it Bell or Quest or something like? That? I can't remember what it was. Quest or something, where they got so fucking big, they started owning all the marketing and telecommunications uh, department of the of everything in the United States. That the United States had to break them up because they were turning into a monopoly. Well, Amazon is actually turning kind of into that. They, they're starting to get into the medicines. They're starting to get in. They were they went from books. Now they're going. To, TV shows, movies, they're going into every product out there. Yeah, they, they even got Amazon grocery stores now. Amazon have you, grocery have you, have stores? You seen, have you seen that? Yeah. They're actually pretty unique. If anybody hasn't seen them, they got this, it's like a smart cart. So it's like this, you know, the buggies that you push, put all your groceries in. But this one's like a smart one. So as soon as you put your grocery in, it automatically scans it. And um, so so you're basically paying for it right there. Or I don't know if you pay for it right there or you hit a button and say you're done shopping. Uh, but as soon as anything hits that basket, it scans it automatically, adds it to the cart, and totals up your cart. And that and that's, that's one of the things where a lot of um, youth got into it because of the scare of, uh, you know, computers taking over our jobs. We're well, letting them. <laughs> yeah, we're literally letting them. Jeff Bezos is so fucking rich. He's buying up. The, he's trying to get his hand in every type of market out there right now. It's not going to be too far away when, when you can start buying cars off of fucking Amazon. I mean, it'll get to a point where they're going to own every fucking thing. They're going to have a word in every... He's so rich, he could get laws passed. I mean, fucking... Uh, look look at the things with Amazon. They have so many um, untested um, freaking, uh, I guess, anything. Oh, their, their products. A bunch of untested products. Like, let's say, cell phones or, or like, remanufactured cell phones or, like, kids remote control cars or whatever it is those little hoverboards uh-huh. they got so many so much product on there that's untested there's been there's been deaths because or houses burned because of those little freaking uh, hoverboards catching on fire or batteries exploding because they have so much stuff that's untested and then and then uh, Amazon can't get sued because they're saying well w- it's a third party seller and we ha- really don't have any any you know, we're not, we can't get sued for that. So they're getting away with a whole lot of stuff. Corporations also are, are, um, a form of, um, uh, when they get really big, like monopolies, they start owning a lot of shit mm-hmm. and they give them too much power. So politics, usually what it is, is 
politicians are bought by these corporations, and that's when they start getting their own little lobbyists and shit, and they start getting laws passed to benefit them. In the past, I've told you before, the only people who need to manipulate our law, rule law, are people, are shitty people, and, sh- and shitty people and shitty companies. Mm-hmm. That the government's here to level the playing field for everybody. Yeah, we're not all born in equal, you know, situations, but we all should have at least an equal playground to the economy. Uh, I mean, you know, or a level playing field, bringing up, a, uh, starting a company, or running a company, or even working for a company, we should have, we should have a level playing field for everything, you know, but at the same time, I think the United States government has kind of lost control of most corporations. And also uh, with that, uh, they also lost, they, they're also taking a whole lot of control of the people. No, they, they definitely do lose control. And, you know, uh, greed is one of the seven deadly sins. You know, just, uh, that I think, as a human race, we definitely lost our, our way. I think the founding fathers, they created the greatest document in the world, which is our bill of rights. And, uh, as time went on, people have moved further and further away from that instead of embracing that and be like, Hey, this, this is really the greatest, uh, freedoms that any other country doesn't always have. You know, this, this was a gift to us and people are trying to take away that gift. They're trying to drown out that gift. Uh, they're trying to vote out that gift, and we we just got to stand firm. We got to stand ready. Um, you know these corporations, like I said, like I said, they're lobbyists. They're you know people. They they go and uh, they they promote this guy. They they donate you know millions of dollars to this politician over here, and they try and they say, hey, we'll, we'll give you all these millions of dollars in donations. But we want you to promote what we want you to promote. We, we want you to pass laws that we want you to pass. Um, you know, in a lot of those Disney movies, how in the background you'll see like supermarkets or even on the movie Wally, the big and large corporation, big and large, B&L. Um, how even in the, in the movie Wally, they had created so much stuff and made life so much easier. They had robots cleaning up. Matter of fact, the world got so dirty and polluted that they had to get into spaceships and leave the, leave the world. That's the base. That's the movie Wally. Have you ever seen it? Um, I think I've seen bits and pieces of it. I never actually sat through that one. Yeah, well, basically, that's what I th- I think. Honestly, big corporations like Amazon, big corporations like Amazon are turning into that. And then also check this out: big corporation, tech corporations like um, like Facebook. In Twitter, censoring people, set like they're literally out there censoring people, and the big one was that Joe Biden, uh, Joe B- the Hunter Biden thing, where they blocked it on Facebook and stuff like that, and, and Twitter. And you Twitter. got pretty much banned if you shared it on Twitter. Dude, these big these big corporations are fucking censoring people. They are, and there's so many times where uh, a lot of my posts on Facebook they they get flagged by Facebook fact checkers. And and a lot of times it's not because they're facts. They try to say it's misleading. And so they try to blur it out for people so they can't get to the truth. But I'm like, it's not misleading. It's telling the truth. You just don't like the truth that it's telling. Right. And I think that uh, I think Facebook and, and Twitter need to need charges put against them. They're not going to sit there and, and, and they need charges. But they also need uh, pretty much like you were saying with that Quest company. 
the company needs to go in and break them apart. Yeah, because now they're getting to a point where they're controlling what's coming out. They're they're trying they're banning free speech. I mean, free speech has its pros and cons. Don't get me wrong, um, but it's one and one again. It's one of those freedoms that we have that not a whole lot of other places have. You go to Saudi Arabia. You go to anywhere in the Middle East. You can be killed for trying to promote Christianity. You could be killed in certain countries for promoting Christianity, which is, you know, it sucks. But over here, you can promote it, be fine. You can promote even being an atheist, you, know, you whatever, even a Satanist. Not that I support any of those, but you have the freedom to promote what you want to promote. Again, it has its pros and cons. And, you know, with Facebook and Twitter, they're trying to ban free speech. They're trying to only promote... Uh, I don't want, they, they promote a one-sided uh, view. Yeah. yeah. They, they're very biased in what they want to promote. They, they don't want you to have both sides. They want you to have their side. And also back to Amazon on their books, they've actually, um, censored publishing companies that publish authors that speak truth, that write about, write about like real shit conservative views anti anti leftist views dude they literally have blocked thousands of authors from writing and selling um on amazon where you have you know that's that was that's like the biggest was the biggest internet books uh seller site right for a while wasn't it probably it's it's up there and they're blocking people these big corporations when they start blocking your rights as you know your freedom your rights dude that that's a problem so, you know, the, the whole checks and balance thing, you know, we're, we're kind of losing our hand on that thing. We, we've been, they haven't been doing a whole lot of checks, and that means we lost a lot of balance. It's pretty much what happened. And, and I don't think they should be doing that. I mean, yeah, the, and also mainstream, the mainstream media, they're fucking buys as shit. You know, you're, that's the division. That's, that's the main division in this country right now is the fucking media. They got people... Going again. I mean, they got left and right Democrats and versus Republicans, conservative conservatives versus liberals. You got millennials versus fucking boomers or whatever they're fucking calling them. Like you got a division and everything, and then they're they're bringing up race wars again. You know, and you're oh my god, it, it just to me it just gets so fucking annoying. It's annoying as shit to me. As a matter of fact, here's the other thing on the debate. So Donald Trump, he compared himself or not or but aligned himself a lot with with Abraham Lincoln got to a point where freaking uh, Joe Biden said, well, you know, Abraham Lincoln over here fucking is the most racist president we ever elected. Okay. Well then I, you know, I actually got on my Facebook and I said, man, that Joe Biden just called Abe Lincoln a racist. And a lot of people, my comments that came in started, you know, people saying, well, he was, he was a racist. Well, I mean, I haven't done the actual research, but I, I would d disagree with that statement. Um, but at the same time, I'm a firm believer in, in your actions speak louder than your words. At the end of the day, he is the one that freed slaves. Whether he, where, where the people want to say, um, well, he only did it for this reason or that reason, he still fucking did it. Your actions uh, will speak louder than your words. And he, at the end of the day, he signed the proclamation to free the slaves. I do think um, back in those days, um, just about every white person in the Americas did have a superior 
an inferior uh, view of the people that were bringing to this, the slaves had brought in the country and, and the Native Americans and the Mexicans. And that's a fucking written fact. It's a known fact that people believe that. And you could think science for that. Darwinian evolution, you know, you can blame that for, for, for him saying, or for Darwin publishing books saying that, you know, the, in, there was people that are inferior to others because they're more evolved than others. So I can see that and I can see why there were so many fucking... Like, in retrospect, in retrospect, there was a lot of racist fucking people. Not, not because they they, <clears throat> they were fucking racist, you know, uh, they learned how to be racist later on in life. No, they were literally, as kids, brought up that they were inferior to, to the colored people. No, and, and I agree uh, as far as the statement that, yes, 100 years ago plus 200 years ago and so on and so forth... Yes, there was a lot of racism. Racism. People were brought up with hate in their hearts. Uh, kind of one of the acronyms or whatever that Tupac created was Thug Life. And uh, the meaning for Thug Life was the hate you give little infants fucks everybody. And I, I believe that's one of the truest statements. Uh, that's acronyms, whatever. It's It's been the truest. And it, it's something that serves throughout history. The hate... You give little infants, meaning you you bring up a child with hate. That's what they're going to know. The hate you give little infants fucks everybody. Uh, so if if a person, especially, and we're talking about 1700s, we're talking about 18, uh, 1860s, eight, eight, 1800s, and, and so on and so forth, they were teaching hatred. So... When you're taught that growing up all your life, everyone has the chance to make their own choices in life. But some of those choices are hard to combat to change your ideologies when you're brought up believing a certain thing. If you're brought up believing hate, it's hard to take away that hate and and believe in love, believe in all men are created equal. Um, So, like I said, when you're brought up, it's hard to change a person's ideologies as an adult when they're brought up believing a certain thing. So, yeah, back in the day, people were brought up with hate. That's how racist, racism lived so long. But then when people started smartening up, and then again, going back to the Declaration of Independence, people started reading, all men are created equal. It didn't say white men. It didn't say black men. It didn't, it didn't say... This color, that color, whatever. It said all men are created equal. So once people started going back to these documents, and that's why I say that they're the greatest documents alive, it said all men are created equal. It doesn't mean this person's less, this person's less. It says all men are created equal. So I'm going to go back for a second to Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was born in Kentucky, which was a slave state. Mm-hmm. His family moved to Indiana, which was a free slate, free state, and then I think he ended up in Illinois. Okay, so I believe that Abraham Lincoln was brought up with supremacist views. Naturally, everybody in those times were. But before the Republic, he's the father of the Republican Party. He started the Republican Party. You know this. I know this. Abraham Lincoln started the Republican Party. Before the, there was a Republican Party, there was that an- Anabolish, and uh, what is it called? Wig. No, uh, uh, 
anabolism. I can't even read the. I didn't say that word. But anyway, where they they were they were totally against slavery. These people were already against slavery. This is before. This is before fucking Abraham Lincoln. So there was already an abolition abolition party. They were already pro free man, pro or anti slavery. This is before. What happened with, with I believe with Abraham Lincoln after doing a little bit of studying because I I got I got into that rabbit hole. I jumped into a little bunny hole and I was like, well, you know, I haven't heard this before. I heard it once with Ron Paul when Ron Paul said Abraham Lincoln wasn't always the greatest um the great the greatest Republican. I, I mean I remember reading when he said that and I and I remember that and I went back and started doing some research on the guy and finds out his character through his life he was always open to a lot of things, but his character evolved every step of the way. Everything he did, he, he just continued to evolve, learning from everybody. He would actually go talk to soldiers. He would actually go talk to black people. He would talk to free black people. He would talk to everybody, and he was learning. He was getting knowledge, and yes, he had supremacist views, and I'm anti-supremacy, and I'm anti-racism, and I'm anti-that, and, and I think that Abraham Lincoln, he did have those views, but as his life went on, and once he had, because the original Emancipation of Proclamation only freed the South. Did you know that? I had to look it up. I had I had to read it, and this was from some conservative authors writing about it from historical events, actually written it on paper. Um, that the uh, uh, Proclamation, uh, what is it again? Emancipation. <laughs> Emancipation of Proclamation was for. The slaves of the South, so the North still had some. That's why the uh, um, abolition party was like hammering at at Abe Lincoln. And Abe Lincoln, he, you know, he still had the Northern Democrats. He wasn't at war with the Northern Democrats, even though the Northern Democrats were in bed with the Southern Democrats, the Dixiecrats. And so there was a lot of things, issues going on, where finally the ab- abolitionist party finally really got to him and said, "Bro, you know, aren't aren't you a man of God?" Don't you believe in all men are all men have rights, all men have man given rights? And you know it took a little bit, but the second uh, the second uh, uh, thing that that um, Abe Lincoln, one of the biggest things Abe Lincoln did is, well, he he actually signed into law or signed signed a bill to get uh to for men in the North to be free to join the military to join the Union. So once he got the Union, once he had, there was 200,000 black soldiers that joined the Union. Matter of fact, I believe that they're the ones who won the war. If you look back in history, you'll find that they were, were the ones who won the war. Abe Lincoln, after that, three days before he died, three days before he got his fucking head blown off, he actually said, these men have fought a war and they deserve all, for, they deserve their freedoms and their freedoms to vote. He had given them the status of a white man in a white world for the first time, probably for, fucking forever. Not forever, because I think white men and, and Africans in Egypt was a whole different thing. You know, Egyptians, you had the pharaohs and shit, and then you had the fucking Romans and, and the fucking people coming in there. But that's a whole different story. This, in America, you for, this is the first time in, in, in the United States, because I do believe that uh, slavery was abolished in Mexico a way long time before that. They actually already had a black president. But anyway, even before that, this is in America. This is a bunch of white people, a bunch of supremacists brought up. And he finally, three days before he died, he finally gave all men the rights. And what's the coincidence that a fucking Democrat blew his head off? 
What's the fucking coincidence on that? So you start thinking about that. Yeah, he evolved from a white supremacist all the way into a man who says, no, we're all created equal. You don't see, you, you, you see that today, you know, you get some ex-racists, ex-supremacists, ex-Ku Klux Klan guys, ex-this. You know, and, and they're no longer, they don't have those ideologies anymore. They can become a new man, just like when you're saved by Jesus Christ, you know, when you, 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 he saves you, you're reborn, right? So that's what I believe, right? So these people, they, they went through that issue. They went through that. that and he, yeah, he was, a, he probably was a supremacist, but at the end of his life, the day he fucking got his blown up, his head blown off, I don't think he was anymore. No, like that, that kind of goes back to what I what I was saying, and like I said, I do got to do a little more research on his life. Um, but it just goes back to what I was saying: when a person is brought up with hate, it's really hard to change those ideologies, but it's not impossible. So the way he was able to do it, from what you were explaining, he talks to these people, these people, these people, all these people, different races, different creeds. He just, you know, he just started learning. Hey, these are regular people, and that's it. Changed his mind about a lot of things. So, and and kind of fast forwarding to like what you're saying with all these neo Nazi skinheads and white supremacist groups, um, you know, they're starting to cover up their tattoos because they don't believe in that ideology. So again, that you know, these people are probably brought up with that hate in their isn't heart. That, isn't that movie called um, Erase Hate? I think that's what the movement is when you start erasing your your swastikas and shit. Yeah, well, I know there's a lot of tattoo artists that that are out there. They give out free uh, tattoos to people that that want to cover up that hate. And one of the and this is maybe a segue into our next what what I wanted to kind of talk about was you know these people are brought up with hate and they cover up their tattoos they cover up the hatred or they get it laser removed a lot something happened in their life that made them want to make that change an epiphany um, you know that epiphany a lot of times is becoming a father they don't want to raise their son with that hate that they were raised with yeah so some of them went to prison. Some of them, you know, were just, like I said, they were brought up with hate. And they could have this epiphany. They could be a born-again Christian. They, a lot of things can happen to them, but one of the number one reasons that people move away from hate is they become a father. And they look at all the trouble and damage that they caused throughout their life, and they took a second to say, hey, I do not want to raise my children with that same hate that I was raised with. I don't want them to go through the same bullshit I put myself through. I want better for my children. And and, and again, this is, you know, being a father, it changed me. It changed my life. It, being a father is the greatest thing in the world to me. And, and I love being a father. And that's really when I started paying attention to politics and everything, because I was, I was, because uh, I, I always voted towards the right, even when I was eighteen. Uh, you know, I, I didn't give two sh shits about politics or anything, but I knew who I, who I was supposed to vote for. I always voted Republican, and that's kind of the way I was raised was to vote Republican. And when I was eighteen, and then what twenty two or whatever, those, those those first two elections uh, I, I voted in. I, I, I voted Republican, but then as I started becoming a father in my mid-20s, then I, that's when I really started paying attention. Okay, this is 
I, I know I'm voting this way, but now I understand why, I, you know, I, I like I said, I'm lucky enough that I had my father and he raised me with good values. And he always told me this is the way you should vote. But as an adult, this is is like, OK, I'm voting this way. But now I understand why I'm voting this way. This is this is what, you know, my the biggest thing, the reason that I would always vote Republican or right wing or conservative is because I am very pro life. I will never vote for a president that is pro choice. I, I don't believe in murdering babies. And as Jesus said, let the children come to me. Meaning, you bring them up with Christ and love in their heart, and they will, you know, the baby shouldn't meet Christ as a baby. <laughs> you know, we should all be lucky enough to grow old and, uh, <laughs> experienced love in our life and like i said all these you know former neo-nazis and people that were brought up with all this hatred you know they're covering up their tattoos because they found christ they found god and they became fathers and they didn't want to bring up their children with that same hate and bigotry that they were brought up with they wanted something better Mm -hmm. for their children yeah definitely I totally agree with you, man. You're fucking spot on. And that was great. You know, one of the, you know, I brought a few quotes up here, uh, if you guys don't mind. If, um, how do you pronounce this? I was never good at uh, if F's, F's. What? I can't read. Ephesians. Oh, Ephesians. Ephesians. Chapter um, 6, verse 4. <laughs> one of the quotes that says, Fathers, do not perjure. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So, again, going back to me being pro-life, you're not able to bring up your children if you're if if mother is killing them in the womb. You're not able to bring up your children. And it says, bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. So, you, you, uh, you know, the Lord doesn't say to hate any. It says to love all. Yeah, it does. Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor. You know, so, it, you, you, it, but it also says to discipline them. So I think that's another thing, uh, discipline along with the respect. If you don't discipline your child, they're never going to know what respect is. If you don't discipline your child, you don't love them. I'll tell you that. And another uh, verse here was Proverbs, uh, train up a child in the way he should go even when he is old he will not depart from it so again going back to people that are being raised with hate that's what they knew that's why it was so hard for people to change now flip the script bring a child up with love and respect and kindness uh, they're more likely to stay that way Uh, you know versus like i said flip the script again if they're brought up with hate it's going to be very hard to change their ideology to love. Um, but again, it's not impossible. They just have to be willing to open up their heart to it. Those are some really good verses. The Bible does have a lot of uh, good verses for for being a good father. Definitely, Ben. You know, in, in even staying with uh, Proverbs here, the father of the righteous will greatly rejoice. He who fathers the wise son will be glad in him oh yeah you know I, I i love my children i love my son you know just last night um i'm not sure how many people know but uh both my 
daughters. One is eight. One is about to turn seven. Uh, they recently joined Soft Defense Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, to be exact. And um, I had one daughter start for – she did it for, like, a month, and then my other daughter wanted to join her after, like, a month. And so they're both in it now. And my, you know, uh, proud daddy moment. Yeah. My daughter, she got her first stripe last night. What? So – that was like the coolest thing in the world to me. Like at the end of class, you know, he just, you, you get stripes for progression. But you also, cause they're children. He also get, you know, for, you know, you listening, you paying attention and you're, you're trying hard. And so my daughter's been doing it for about two months and she got her first stripe. You know, like I said, proud daddy moment. I was so fucking happy. And then my other daughter was a little bit jealous I was like, you got to remember, she started like a month before you did. Yeah. So you still, I'm like, you still got to work at it and you still got to, you know, she had a little bit more time in. So maybe in a couple of weeks you can get yours. But it was just, like you said, going, going back to that verse, the father of a righteous will gr- greatly rejoice. He who fathers a wise son will be glad in him. But I also think that applies can to you do that? not just a son, but like a daughter, you know, you just rejoice in your fatherhood. Can you do that? Any of the on the uh, on that verse, can you do that without being religious? Oh, well, I mean, I, I totally imagine. I mean, uh, one of my good friends who I'm hoping to get scheduled on this podcast, his name is Willie B. Um, he was brought up a Christian, but he he did turn into an atheist. Um, I don't know if he still is, but uh, I know he's you know he's a good guy. He just doesn't believe in God, you know. Uh, so being a, and being a father really changed him. And, uh, there's a lot of questions I have for him about father because he became a father pretty late in life. Yeah. Um, I think he's 50 now and he finally had his second kid and fuck, I know. (laughs) Well, see, and what I think, and, uh, when, when, when I get him scheduled, he already agreed to come on, but when I finally get him scheduled and, uh, he could probably clarify this a little more. He, he's been into motocross and, uh, Mopar, like he's big into the racing world. Um, but one of the things that happened, he flipped his car and it landed on top of him and he Ouch. flat and, and he flatlined. He Ooh. broke down pretty much. Uh, is he the guy on the radio? He is the guy on the radio. Oh. He pretty much broke every bone <laughs> in his body at one point, but he, he did die and they brought him back after a few minutes. But, uh, you know, after that, he just somehow was not able to have children and he didn't have any children at that point in time. And so with the stem cells, research and that's kind of it's still in its infancy with stem cells um but he was able to do something with i want to say his pituitary gland or something and it it basically turned something on in him in his body in his chemistry and uh next thing you know his his woman got pregnant damn that's some crazy stuff and then (laughs) he had kind of two back to back yeah and then I think I think he's going to get the snip now if he hasn't already. Is is kind of what he was talking about, um, but yeah, it, it was just um, punch him in his pituitary gland. But <laughs> as far as what you were asking, is people that don't follow God can they rejoice in their kids? I listen to this guy on the radio every day, and there's not a single day that goes by where he doesn't mention his kids. Right. I think one is almost two; the other one's only a couple months old, and so. I think, yes, you don't have to be a follower of Christ to rejoice in your children. Mm -hmm. I think it just helps. All right, Ben. So here's another thing. Biden wouldn't be going through this bullshit he's going through right now, Joe Biden, if he would have told his son 
and his brothers, hey, dude, stay clean. Get your, don't be doing this shit. Like, don't don't be all corrupt and don't be doing a, a, these side deals uh, over the backs of the Americans. You know, while I'm VP, he didn't tell his son. He didn't. Fight. I don't think he told his son or his brothers anything. And that's why all this shit's gonna come back on him, because he joined the corruption with his son instead of doing the right thing. If he would have raised his son right, doing the right thing. Again, it goes back to greed. One of the things that we're told not to be about was greed. Greed conquers the many. Yeah. Out of all the sins that there is, I think. I thought it was pride. Pride, pride is a, a big part. I thought part pride of it. is the root of all evil. That's probably what starts it, but what really um, encompasses it is fucking greed. People want the power. The way you get the power is greed, is money. So people start getting greedy. My dad always told me, son, don't be fucking greedy. Don't be fucking greedy. That's what my dad used to always tell me. <laughs> it, it, you shouldn't be. You, sh- you should not be greedy. Right, because if you. But unfortunately, most of us are. So how how are we going to do this? And how is the United States supposed to continue to keep, you know, well behaved, oh, you know, good moral people in office? Because eventually, good moral people with just a little bit of power, they turn into some assholes. How are you supposed to do this? Like, what are we supposed to do? I know Joe Rogan was talking about That's instead of one president, hire many presidents. The problem is. Education. What did they do with our education system? Two things. They kicked God out of school and they let the government come in in its place. That's exactly what happened. Instead of bringing up these good teachings of the Lord, they brought the government in and the government told them how to live, how, how, them how to teach. That's exactly in what public happened. schools, but he didn't. Kid, and, he, and, and but like, there's still Christian schools and Catholic schools out there. Yeah, but if you look at how many public schools, the ratio to how many Christian schools, it's pretty mind-boggling. Can you use and your I, school money on that? And that's just a, more of a, a recent example. But going through history, it's the people that are coming into power that believe in their own power. Everything is given to people by God, and people forget that. And once they move away and think that they built it for themselves, that again, that's where pride comes in. That's where a lot of neg- negativity comes in, is people believing in themselves over believing in God. As fast as God giveth, he can taketh. Right. But there's lots of gods out there that people believe in. Mm-hmm. How are they all supposed to sync up? You know, it just, at the end of the day... I don't really believe in religion. I, I believe in God. I don't put much stock in religion. I don't put much stock in going to a building and uh, and uh, paying the this priest paying to, the tidings. You know, you know. I, I believe in God and I believe in Jesus and I believe in the words that they spoke. Um, you know, I don't believe. Like I said, I don't believe in going to a church. I, I yeah, I believe as one of the. I can't remember what. Ver- kids what verse, I don't remember what verse it was, but it says church is in your heart, not a building made of wood or stone. Yeah. Your body's your temple, Ben. And yours is all tattooed the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the thing. And, oh, man, I should have. I can't remember. There was this guy, and he was a preacher, and he was saying um, that it's okay to get tattooed. Cause it, but I can't remember. Man, I shouldn't. I can't. I can't remember the exact words that he was saying, but 
um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't so much talking shit about people with with <laughs> tattoos. You know, it's saying that it's, it's okay to do this. Yeah. If you guys don't know, I have I have a couple tattoos. You're blacking out your arm. That's what's crazy. It looks like it fucking hurts. You were saying that Kat Von D did that. Yeah, and so I, I saw a picture of her arm, and, and she really did black out one of her arms. No, yeah, she did. Uh, she was, uh, I saw her. There's, there's all kinds of people that do it. Here's the, one of the other things I wanted to talk about with you, Ben, is, um, is definitely going back to the election. And Donald Trump finally, like, was catching, you know, provable, you know, stuff that, that Biden has said on TV that he was going to end the uh, oil and he go and Biden goes, all right, well, I never said that. Pull up a video, pull, put it on your website. As soon as that debate ended, he put oh it up on the website. Oh my God, it was nuts. Fucking Twitter was going hot. Fucking Facebook was going hot. It was up and, and it was there. I think that, um, that that uh, debate, I, I definitely think Trump won that shit. I think Trump has, uh, I think Trump has all the conservatives in his corner. I think he's got a lot of Bible believing people in his corner, and I think uh, all the swinging states, the the people who might not be religious or anything or conservative, but they have jobs in the oil field. I think they just got one over. Now, I'm still kind of a conspiracy theorist when it comes to the presidents, man, and I'm not gonna fuck with you that too much, but I. I think most presidents are fucking selected. I don't think they're elected. I think the elite fucking is up there. It has Do you think that this. Donald Trump was the first one, maybe not selected by them? The reason, like, and again, going back to what I always say, the reason I voted for him was because he was not a part of the establishment. He was not a polit- politician his whole life. He was a businessman. He he didn't have anything to do with politics until he saw what was going on in his country especially under the Obama administration. He's like, we need change. Man, he beat the shit out of all the all the the GOPs for the Republican Party. He beat the fuck out of all you of know, them. You know, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this. He was not my first choice. My first choice was Ben Carson. Yeah. And the same reason I liked Donald Trump was the same reason I was liking Ben Carson. He was not a career politician. Mm-hmm. He was a fucking uh, neonatal neuro- neurosurgeon for fucking babies. And that's, he, again... He's a very pro-life kind of guy, and he he says, I assure you, babies are alive in the womb, and they can feel pain. Yeah. So when you're fucking uh, burning them alive inside the womb, remember, they feel that. Mm-hmm. Dude. But, yeah, Ben Carson was my first choice, but, you know, Donald Trump did kind of take over. So, But like I said the same – I like them for the same reason because they were not part of the establishment. They were not part of it. Yeah. I went up, I went over to work with you guys yesterday and I was so surprised that Mikey had everyone and you know Mikey had everyone you know going for for Trump which was fucking nuts. I think I only saw heard two people that were not going to vote for Trump which was you know who and and the other dude. But I think it's just crazy, you know, that I think about it. There's a lot of Trump supporters in in Colorado. I I'm starting to really think about it and and color and here in Denver they're trying to get Hinkalooper back in. Dude, Hinkalooper, that motherfucker, he sucks. He does suck. <laughs> Fucking hey, like that one, like that one lady who said that about Rem- Mitt Romney. He sucks, bad. <laughs> Hinkalooper, he sucks, bad, bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just you know, 
it astonishes me the ignorance of people as well. Um, I mean, just the other day, I was I was on a somebody who shall name remain an, uh, anonymous. <laughs> I was on their Facebook post, and then I got an argument with another guy. So it's more like I was talking to both of them, more or less arguing, and it just like it it astonishes me the ignorance of people. You present them facts, actual statistics. You bring out names of people. You know, it's not you're, you're not just speaking out of my ass. I bring up names. I bring up facts, and people still don't want to accept those facts. And the and the best that they can do is post a meme which was handmade by somebody uh, promoting hate, uh, just saying ignorant, ignorant things. Um, one of the biggest things is people want to be against racism. Uh, on on the left, they 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 claim that they are, but then you know, as a as a, as a Hispanic myself, you know how much hate I get from that same Hispanic community because I vote one way. You're just a you're just an ignorant Hispanic. As soon as he gets voted in, you're getting booted out of the country or you get kicked to the curb. Um, you know, the the hate that I get from who I feel should be mi familia, not not my blood familia, um, but you know these these are supposed to be my people, la raza. Um, these people are spreading more hate. They're the they're the ones that are the hateful. They're the ones spreading hate, especially to their own people. What happened to us having different opinions but being able to get along? Here, here's here's what you're trying to say: cognitive dissonance. Yes, the psychological tension that occurs when one holds mutually exclusive beliefs or attitudes and that often motivates people to modify their thoughts or behaviors in order to reduce tension. Mm-hmm. Cognitive dissonance. People, if you don't feel comfortable with Trump, it's because he's poking a whole lot of fucking truth and facts. You know, you're squirming while he's fucking sticking you with some truth. And he definitely did that with Biden on stage the other night. That motherfucker was pissed the fuck off. He he pissed him off with his own with the facts. Yeah, it just it, it just astonished me that people don't want to hear the facts. They want to believe narratives. Mm-hmm. So I hate narratives. People, like I said, people will create a meme, and it, it pushes a, a narrative that could be so far from the truth that when you when you point them to the actual truth, they they want to believe the narrative over the truth, and. I'm calling these two guys out. I'm not going to name drop them. Uh, <laughs> I, I one, think I remember one, one. One promised he'd come on this podcast and debate debate me, but has yet to give me a date. He said, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> um, but he has yet to set the date. Um, the other guy. Um, let, me, let me say his name rhymes with lion. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say lion, Al Y. I am. <laughs> well, I'll tell you and, what. And you know him a little bit better than I do, but he's the biggest one. You present that guy facts, and he believes the narrative over facts. Yeah. That's the most ignorant thing. Even one of the things that he said, uh, all racists are Trump supporters. That's a lie. That is a narrative that he was brought up to believe. And I'm like... Quit believing the narrative. 
believe in facts. Check this out, dude. Do you know that myself, my wife, my brothers, not my sisters, but possibly their husbands, and my parents were all fucking Hispanics? They were probably going to vote for Trump. There was a Catholic, I can't remember his name, he went on there and he said, Catholics do not vote Democrat because of the abortion things, the abortion laws they want to put in. Well, I think that Trump has won over a whole lot of Hispanics, even though after his infamous, you know, uh, narratives that the uh, CNN put out there that he hates Mexicans and this and this and that. You know what? I think that not only Trump has done a lot for the black community, but I think he's done a whole lot of new rules and regulations in for the immigration um especially taking care of those kids that come over here by themselves the kids that the the kids that were are in those detention centers not in cages he's doing a lot for those kids who built cages joe who built the cages and i think you guys uh, did under your administration i think that a lot of these fucking people too a lot of the the people these cnn fucking following narrative people they don't even research the facts of what's going on in Mexico. You think our immigration problem's bad? Look at theirs. It's even worse on their side of the border, on the other side of the border. Every country has its own immigration. And, you know, they're, they're, they're having issues too. We're having issues too. And if you were to see what Almo has done for Mexico, he's changing it up. He finally just signed the, the USMCA agreement, which is great. I'm going back to that. I think that's one of the greatest accomplishments that I personally can say. And I, I'll tell you like this. Um, you could bring in facts to the table and there's going to be people in news media. They're going to, they're going to bring out the opposite, you know, the narrative, the bad narrative on it or whatever, or it's like the saying, you can bring a horse to water, exactly. but you can't make him drink it. We'll get, we'll get, I know who you're talking about and I like, him. he's cool as fuck. Hopefully I can bring him on, bring him on soon. But my Hispanic family, we're voting Trump. We're not fucking racist. We're not, none of us are fucking racist. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the biggest divisions and one of the biggest things yeah, that people are going, bringing up. Going back to what he was saying, you know, all racists are going to vote for Trump or Trump supporters. When I, I pro- pulled the name of all these neo-Nazi KKK motherfuckers and I'm like, they endorse Biden. And I was being completely unbiased. I was and I pu- pulled out a couple uh, names. Russell Spencer. Uh, that vote that that. We're going for Trump. I'm like, look, there's, uh, and my point was, there's racism on both sides. But don't try to play this side as the only racist. This person endorsed Trump. This person uh, endorsed Biden. We can't control who endorses who. Why would a fucking white supremacist and liberal, or liberal, or white supremacist and a racist want to vote for for Trump? Why would he want to vote for Trump? You know, it's, it's, it doesn't align with him. He rather vote for the Democrat, who's going to keep the brown man and the black man down. Why? Why would it benefit him to vote for Trump, who wants a free country, who, who wants a, who wants regulation, who wants people to grow and, and and make America better? I wasn't a big Trump supporter. I didn't like him. But what I've seen and what I've read, and I think he's good. I think he's good for this nation. Four more years is great. I, I'm gonna. Here's my official endorsement. I'm gonna vote for Trump. You are on record at this moment in time endorsing Donald J. Trump. And I I disavow. Raise this beer to you. I disavow. Say salud. Hey, I disavow all all the all the white fucking white supremacist motherfuckers. If you're voting Democrat, I disavow you. 
right, and we're gonna get ready to kind of wrap this up. But there's a uh, one more verse uh, as as we cheers to this uh, that I wanted to read that really stood out to me. The righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his children after him. Cheers, dude. Salute. Salute. This is the Vetriot Podcast. And hopefully, uh, oh, hey, hopefully I can get to those fucking polls very soon, all right? Trump 2020. Hey, Trump 20 motherfucking 20. What's up, everybody? This is Eddie from Five Beers In. We got here. We got a guest host today. His name is Big Ben Valkowski. Just kidding, Valdez. What's going on, Big Ben? What's up, good Eddie Planko? <laughs> ah man, this this episode I'm just gonna do on the fly. <laughs> All right. Well, you have fun doing that, and uh, I got a bounce. <laughs> 